I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, my God. Dawn's trying to kill us. That might make me feel really good. Pack quite a wallet, don't I? Guys, I long for death. No, that's Edgar. Are you tired of having a sore back? You never listen to me. That's all. That was fun. Doran, I've never heard you say such sweet words. <laughs> da, 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 da. What the fuck? Those, are, those things are alive. Uh, you know what? Maybe you take the lead on this one, Jack. I mean, the huge giant crab is trained in stealth. Is it? Just throwing that out there. It's got a oh. stealth bonus. It's it's trained in stealth. In, okay, it, well, yeah, I didn't it's, even it is. Wow. it's better than Jack at stealth. So let's not <laughs> discount okay. the huge giant crab stealth. Let's all go in. Oh, never mind. Stealthy crab door, and you're my favorite. Welcome back to Dice Shane. This is season two, episode fifty-two. Fickle Fortune. MVP this week is Michaela, because she is Jack Page in real life. Thanks for the shout out, Reagan. Thanks, Reagan. Love Dice Shame and want to see something amazing? Check out the Dice Shame animatic Slug It Out, made by DM in Training, aka Stuff and Such RQG. The link is in the description of this video. It is an amazing, detailed animatic from one of our most famous scenes. Check it out now, give it a like, and share it. It's hilarious. It's so funny. You have to see this. Thank you so much, DM in Training, and well done. All right, should we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. Having vanquished three stone giants and escaped the dangerous mud trap, our intrepid heroes have a moment to catch their breaths. Good job, everyone. Wow, that was a tough fight. Mari, are you okay? She's kind of a little wobbly, but uh, and she can feel the, the blood in the back of her head starting to dry, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Jack's almost dead, but... Ow! Red heads out towards Jack and the giant crab. Sounds like a ch- kid's book. It really. does. <laughs> Jack and the Giant Crab. It's a sequel to James and the Giant Peach. Is a- The Giant Crab, Doran, clacks his, his um, pincers. Well said, Doran. Well said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Those things pack quite a wallop, don't they? Boy, do they. Uh, quite literally. All right. I'm, I'm still up. A little dizzy, but that'll pass, I hope. The huge giant crab, like, walks over top of you guys and begins to walk into the room to the north. Where the fuck is he going? Do we still want him as a giant crab? Um. Doran believes that he's communicating well with you and with his, 
large beady eyes. He's giving you knowing he, glares. He definitely believes that. Knowing glances. We can give the audience a little bit of insight into what Doran is thinking and what he thinks he's saying. You guys just can't that. respond yeah. to him. Yeah, Doran clacks his hands and he's like, does anybody have a big pail of ale? Because I feel like if I had some beer right now as a crab... That might make me feel really good. Oh my god, Dawn's trying to kill us. What the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> uh, I bet he's thinking about beer, but's already forgot the giant barrel of ale in the room behind us. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally a giant barrel of ale. It's a good thing Doran's forgot that by now. Let's keep going this way, Doran. Red's like, Mahar, you can speak to animals, right? You've done that before. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can talk to crab, Doran. Just making shit up. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, he's saying he's feeling great. <laughs> Guys, I long for death. <laughs> he says he feels yeah. like sushi. <laughs> Red runs in front of Crab Doran and sort of stops him. And says, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he turns to the other and says, okay, let's keep Doran as a crab, but he also might ruin a little bit of stealthing opportunity. Just give me a second, and Red will move forward. I mean, Meta, again, I don't know what's in this room. I don't want him to walk in and totally. some sort of trap. Totally right? good mm -hmm. thinking. Yep. Mari, when she did her scouting as a spider earlier, gave you the bare bones description of what the room is like. So you're moving from this mud pool room into a room that's open to the sky and in the center has this large pool of water, like a big basin. Uh, around the outside of the room, there are these five stone giant statues. They are wearing regalia. It looks like they are some kind of royalty, maybe. And then there are also three sets of stone doors, two on the east side and one on the southwest side. And then finally... Another passageway leads from the north of this room and seems to probably head outside based on the light that's coming from down that passageway. Uh, all right. Let me just uh, take a quick look. And Red will head into the room stealthy-like. Because I believe his pass with a trace is still on. It is. It's yeah. still active. I haven't got hit and I haven't concentrated on anything else. You have to scrabble up another 10-foot ledge to get into this room as well. Yeah, well, I mean, Crabdorn's not going to benefit that much from a plus 10 stealth. I no, was thinking, I won't stay near, uh, nearby. I'll stay by. I was going to say, yeah, keep him down there. And if the three of us want to scout, we can. I mean, the huge giant crab is trained in stealth. Is it? Just throwing that out there. It's got a oh. stealth bonus. It's it's trained in stealth. In, okay, it, well, yeah, I didn't it's, even it is. Wow. it's better than Jack at stealth. So let's not <laughs> discount okay. the huge giant crab stealth. Let's all go in. Oh, never mind. Stealthy crab door, and you're my favorite. Yeah, I. Red I'm... hugs the giant crab, the giant sharp crab leg, and pats <laughs> ow, himself ow. up, and he's like, "Let's all go together." Red like moves into the room, being like, "The crab is gonna be too loud," and you turn around, and he's like right behind you. Haven't heard yeah. anything. Okay, you know? fair enough. Yeah, that crab is stealthier than Jack. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess let's open these doors, right? Yeah. Jack is moving through this room, definitely studying the statues of the kings, still on the lookout, investigating for any traps or tricks or things the giants might have left around, especially if this is some kind of room with all these, you know, sacred things in it. Maybe there's something here to protect. Mm. Do I know anything about these kings or is there anything 
obvious like a inscription or name or something about them. Oh, do I know anything? Because I have advantage on history with giants too. <laughs> Red says as he like steps in front of Jack. <laughs> if there was any knowledge to be gleaned about the identities of these statues, it has been lost to time. In fact, their faces are almost worn smooth, maybe because the weather enters this room through the ceiling occasionally, um, or maybe because they've just been standing here for millennia. Getting anything, Jack? Well, it's it's kind of fascinating. They've been out here so long that there isn't a lot left. But I think that even in itself says something interesting about what these giants value. No, that's Edgar. I know him. That's Edgar the King Giant. Oh. Edgar liked gold. Don't don't see a lot of gold around. That's funny. Red walks by to the big double doors to the south. I'm going to listen at this door for a second. Red sort of walks away to listen yeah. at the door. Uh-huh. Jack bleeds in your direction and <laughs> tries to follow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mari, Mari comes over to Jack and sees him sort of all messed up. His, hey. uh, his delicate clothing all torn. <laughs> You ever thought of getting like a like a more hardy jacket? It always looks so. I it, it's well made, but it's very thin. Ha! Yeah, roast him, Mari. I like this. Darn, we're <laughs> roasting Jack. Thank you. I is your ass cold in those chaps? Sorry. <laughs> Don't need to roast Jack. Come on, let's focus on the what's happening here. But all you hear yeah. is clicker clacker, clicker clacker. Good one, Doran. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the audience at home could see how relaxed Alex Guthrie got when he realized that Doran can't actually talk. He's like reclined <laughs> all the way back in his chair, just casually making these little just listening now. clacking, clacking. You know the gesture that you do when you have crab yeah. hands. I should get my cast in nets. It's it's a great visual. Yeah, um, I I I've I've always wanted to get some hardier clothes, but the last couple of months, you know, I guess until the last couple of months. My shirts tended to last some heavy field work, but... Yeah. Well, thankfully, uh, Mari knows mending. That's a cantrip, so I can do whatever I want. And she and she gently reaches out, and any of the torn clothing repairs itself right there, but in that movement also holds out the staff of healing. And when it touches Jack, again, creates this glow, this little glimmer that runs sort of through his beautiful thick hair lights <laughs> up the lights up the gray streak and uh you get back 16 can i get a careless whisper <laughs> and you get 16 uh hit points back hey that's pretty good nice meanwhile red's at the door and he puts his face to the door and i'll do a listen roll a perception yeah roll for it 26 red you don't hear anything i don't hear anything you've gone deaf <laughs> and red will pull or push open the doors absolutely you can try to pull these doors open by making an athletics check trek make Star a trek make check uh-huh. for me crab get in here yeah really <laughs> yeah for real 13 no yeah red like reaches up and grabs one of the giant crab's claws and like wraps it around the door and he's like open and steps back <laughs> And Doran's like, I can understand you, Red. (laughs) Doran, God, I've never heard you say such sweet words in my brain. (laughs) Mergly, burgly. He's saying daddy over and over again. (laughs) Daddy. God, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Doran uses his extremely powerful crab claw to open the door. Make an athletics check, crab Doran. That's going to be an 18. All right, Crab Doran, you just barely managed to get your little 
crab claw hooked in. It's not little. Who said it was little? It's big. (laughs) (laughs) It was cold in the water. Hooked inadequately (laughs) to this door handle. Um, But you do. You pull it open and you notice with your engineering know-how, your dwarven cunning, Mm -hmm. that these doors are very well balanced for how heavy they must be. Mm. You pull the doors open to reveal what appears to be an empty room. Doran like turns to you and he's explaining how well balanced the doors are and how the <laughs> amazing uh, engineering that's gone into this and it's just like clack 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 right good job it looks like an empty room huh huh let's not go in just yet yeah is there anything like looking around trying to see any tricks or tracks or or get a you know obviously Jack's going to be obsessed with the engineering of this door because the crab made him look that look that way. But uh, <laughs> is there anything obvious in this room? Just sort of investigating it for secrets. You don't investigate any squeakrits with your passive investigation, no. Squeakrits. You heard what I said. Stevie, any squeakrits? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. None. <laughs> Explosions. Well, we still don't know how these stone giants sleep. Perhaps this is like a weird bed. Yeah, looking at this, I'd like to roll a maybe history to try and well, discern remember, rolling with the crabs stats i'm curious about what the heck this room is, is it, it looks like a jail cell or something to me if i had to guess but and me knowing a lot about giants because they're my favorite enemy i want to know what this room would be used for so maybe me and the pondering giant mm-hmm. crab doran can put our <laughs> heads together you guys can just make i don't know intelligence checks i guess well, I get advantage on intelligence checks. And I don't. I rolled a natural 20. Oh! Whoa! Uh, no way. I rolled a it's 19. The smartest damn so hey. I also got good. Um, both Red and Woo-hoo! Giant Crab Doran recognize that this must be a room of some importance, given that there are these huge, well-engineered doors that are governing its entry and exit. So it is puzzling that it's empty. Although its true purpose is still not available to you. Do I get the sense that it's dangerous? Not really, not necessarily. I don't get the impression it's dangerous, but it's definitely important. So Red walks into the room. And and giant crab Doran gives clacking claw in agreement. <laughs> yes, important. I think he chaka, wants chaka. beer. I mean, that's a given. Beer battered crab. Uh, yeah, sorry, Red walks in. Yeah, Red. I mean... Better red than any of you, I suppose. Uh oh. Um, uh, love it. Red, as you move into the room, you make it about 10 feet in before you tread through a piece of floor that is not there. Whoa! Red oh. immediately slides out of view and you hear him scream. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Red, are you okay? Red. You plummet through the darkness for a few moments. Your back is catching on this rocky ground as you fall down a chute. And then you are open into this cavernous space as you're dumped into the mud pool in the room below you. Oh, I was just about to say. No, it's great. I still have water walk on. Exactly. I land right on top of it. (laughs) Oh, wow. I didn't realize we came up that far. All right. <laughs> Red? Red stands up and like brushes the mud off. Red, are you all right? I'm fine. Don't come down. 
I am going to say that you're going to take a little bit of falling damage. Oh, Unless I land on my feet. You take five bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Not fair. In my head, what I picture is like, they, he goes and like they're all like, red, oh my God. And then they just hear like the pitter-patter of feet coming around. And he's like, <laughs> that was fun. No, not even. Uh, you hear, they're like looking down and then you hear the pitter-patter of feet, but they don't. And you see Red's head creen over the shoulders of you guys as you're looking down. He's like, what are we all looking at? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good tabaxi. Oh my God. Uh, ah, oh. Ah. I, th- I thought you fell. I did, but um, it, it leads right to the mud room. But, you know, hey, this room is important, which means that mud must be important. Maybe it's rejuvenating of some sort. Maybe it's a healing pool. Yeah, I like how they have a secret room built for their super cool water slide into the mud pool. (laughs) Don't answer weird. This is the water slide room. (laughs) (laughs) Wee! so great. Yeah, anyway, uh, let's shut these doors and check out the other one. Door number two? What's behind door number two? Yeah, let's shut this one, though. Uh, Crab door in. Shut door in. And he's already shutting it. (laughs) Great. Good job. Nothing in there except for that. Shoot. Um, Crab Doran has already proven his door expertise, so I'm not going to make you roll again and again to do athletics. And uh, Red will knock on the door to the far east and kind of gesture for Crab Doran to... Yeah, and, and, and Crab Doran, before opening this door, he uses his beady crab eyes to kind of inspect and make sure there's no uh, no traps or anything attached to this door. You can roll an investigation check. I will do that. Investigation is going to be a wisdom or an intelligence? Investigation is intelligence. Okay. Oh, that's not good. So it's going to be a, tw- <laughs> a 12. Yeah, you don't perceive any, any tricks or traps. Open them up, buddy. And I do. My giant claw works its way into the crack, <laughs> easing the door open. What we see beyond the walls will we'll shock never. and terrify you. <laughs> After these commercials. We'll never be the same. We'll shock and terrify. You know what we should start doing? Fake commercial breaks in the show. <laughs> oh my god. Are you tired of having a sore back? No, I meant like I meant like lead-ins, like being like, oh my god, <laughs> what's behind the door? I can't even imagine. I mean, we could be putting ad breaks in the middle of the That's these true, shows. actually. That's true. Yeah, but are you looking for homes in Waterdeep? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mari. I'll sell you your Mine. new home. Come on down. Crab Doran, you open these double doors and you find yourselves looking into a larger room than the one that had the trap floor. This one is maybe 40 or 50 feet across, roughly circular in dimensions. It's got an old rowboat on one side <gasps> and it seems like there's some stuff in there but you can't see it from where you're standing amazing red runs no holds barred towards the rowboat oh, <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god you learn nothing red you you scoot across Red, you fall down a passageway that takes you 600 20 feet. tons of rocks fall on your head <laughs> and you die forever <laughs> um No, Red, you look into this rowboat and you see lots of sacks, these big burlap sacks that look giant-sized and they're all just kind of slung here. One of them seems to have kind of fallen into the space between the wall and the rowboat. There's about six bags here. Huh. Wow! This is amazing! Look at this! 
This is a dream. This is a tabaxi's dream. Big bags? Yeah. <laughs> Full of stuff. <sighs> Burlap sacks. I love stuff. There's a cat out of the bag joke in there somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> but you got to find it. I can't dig that far. Dory kind of stays at the door. Crab Dory, you're standing at the door guarding? Yeah. Love that. Mari, what are you doing? Uh, she is sort of looking around the room. Is there any sort of like carving on the walls? Is there anything in this room or is it just like... Much like the surfaces of the walls in the rest of this cavern, this whole place is decorated with whorls and maze-like designs. Right. Everywhere you look is like a beautiful resting place for your eye. Yeah, it's it's... It's shocking how lovely this looks, and yet at the same time, it just, it feels unsettling. It's a boat room, Mari. A boat room. <laughs> they must be royalty. If, if anyone was going to have a boat room, I, I think this must be something you got from the giants then, right? Like, you're, they're your favorite enemy. The love of boats must have somehow just rubbed off on each other. Maybe. I wonder. Red dreams for a second. <laughs> and then he goes back. Uh, what's in these sacks, I guess? Yeah. Sort of tentatively looks yeah. around them. You're going to open them up one at a time? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. In the first sack, you find... Dibs. <laughs> two large scales. Dibs. They look like they maybe belonged to a dragon at one point. They're about the size of a dinner plate, each of them. Don't show these to Doran. I'm going to put them in the bag of holding, and we'll surprise him after. <laughs> Ooh. Little a nice little gift. They gleam silver in the dim light. Ooh, ooh. I think you can make a shield out of them or something. How cool would that be? Yeah. The next bag contains a huge amount of copper pieces. Uh, actually, there are three bags full of just just an assortment of coins. Ah, this is, must have been where the Canadian uh, bank put all the pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you, you guys sit down cross-legged and roll your change, uh, you're going to find 1,800 copper pieces, 900 silver pieces, and 1,000 gold. Nice! Whee! Whoa. Motherload. I'll put it all in the bag of holding. Oh, my God. Continuing through this veritable treasure trove, and it's clear now that you're like going through this boat that the boat's not seaworthy. This is just like a holding container for a bunch it's of. It's a bags. holding boat. <laughs> Mari's looking at <laughs> like it. That. And she knows it's a bag throw boat. Yeah. Doran says knowingly from behind the gleaming mm-hmm. eyes of the chair. You also craft. find an iron bell that has no clapper. It's very big. Is there any insignia on it or anything? Um, it looks like maybe it was stolen from a dwarvish civilization based on the kind of almost like Celtic knotwork along the top. I mean, we could put it in the portable hole for Doran. Are there any fabulous stories of like stone giants stealing a particular iron bell from antiquity or something? Nothing you recall, no. Well, I feel like it would have rung true to us if we uh, uh, had one. Uh, uh, Thank you, everyone. You find a giant-sized knife. So its handle is like maybe a foot and a half long. And based on the flexibility of the blade, probably used for skinning. Oh, fillet knife. And in the final bag... Skin. (laughs) (laughs) You can make a giant. (laughs) 
<laughs> a dusty rose-colored prism. Whoa. Hmm. Hmm. Dusty rose. Take me Colored home. prism. Red looks at it. He holds it up to his eye. You pick it up? Yeah, I figured Red's like picking all these things and handing them to people behind him. Red, you feel the familiar thrill of magic. <gasps> I'm thrilled right now. <laughs> it's magical. Of course you are. I give it to Mari. Here, Mari, you should have this. Huh. We're all blinged out. You need something. I, oh, all right. And she ro- I roll. She does an arcana check on it. I rolled a 23. You've heard of Iowan stones before. Huh. Essentially, these are magical stones that each come in a variety of flavors, <laughs> basically. You don't know what flavor this is, and you won't until you attune to it, but it's going to give you some kind of magical bonus, basically. Cool. Secret. Mm-hmm. Iowan so buff. it'll take you an hour for that to or activate. Is it Ian mm. Buff? Maybe <laughs> it's Iowan Buff. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. All right. Let's go. And uh, that's all she boat. <laughs> cool. Well, let's check out the place to the north. And Red sort of puts the bags back so they don't look disturbed. You know. What do you put in them to make them look full? Dirt and rocks. I get I get jacked to mold earth and they're like fill these up with dirt. You just fill them full of rocks. That's great. That's like when you making a prison escape and you you like <laughs> stuff your cot full of clothes and yeah. stuff to make stuff it. Stuff my like- what full of what? Oh, cock, cot. What? 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 Huh? huh? Redheads to the door of the north and says, Doran, shut that door behind us as well. You're doing great, buddy. And he does. And then Doran moves up to the other door of the north as well and proceeds to open it. Crack it open, Doran. What do my crab eyes see? Red's opening, the, like, kind of helping. He's like, another boat, another boat. Come on, another <laughs> boat, another boat, another boat. No boat, just bags. Damn it. I knew we got lucky with the boat. <laughs> it's it's a big room with bags in it. Again, there's more bags. All right. Should we go check the bags? Let's do it. All right. Red this, walks over. These bags smell a little bit. Uh, you know what? Maybe you take the lead mm. on this one, Jack. Uh, Sure. I'll be the uh, one over your shoulder taking the stuff out of your hands. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's swap positions. <laughs> there, there's a different a different strategy to going through a bag and removing the stuff in layers and finding out what each thing is. And uh, you know, there's there's a methodical archaeological approach that Jack would feel himself urged to take, but also hurry through as we're, you know, combing through these things. <laughs> Four to six hours later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The first bag's full of dead fish. How dead? Well, they smell bad. That's what the smell's coming from. Doran gets this urge to eat them and like crawls into the room <laughs> as the giant crab and begins to devour the, the I mean, rotten fish. Fre- fresh enough to smell bad is an interesting data point as far as, you know, okay. Red's what, eating one next? too. What? Oh, <laughs> what's next, Jack? Oh, is there anything at the bottom of the dead fish bag? Fish slime. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the second one, we'll, we'll start mage handing some stuff out carefully and turn it around in front of us. What do we see? Um, you see a lot of coins. How delicate are you being with your mage hand? Are you taking them one at a time? Well, I mean, if they're, if we're now seeing there's a lot, a lot of coins in there, yeah, we'll, we'll start, you know, sifting through them cool. a little bit. I imagine you're creating like a magical coin, um, sorter, maybe. Sure. Uh, yeah. To rapid fire so count cool. all of the coins that are in these bags. Don't know how most people handle that in their fantasy campaigns, but um, eventually the four of you all managed to count 1,500 copper pieces, 1,200 silver pieces, mm-hmm. and 900 gold. Are they 
copper, silver, and gold pieces that look like they were minted recently, or are these coins from like long, long ago that have been stored here? And is that different between the two rooms? These are not different stockpiles of coins from your general observations. You're not going through and looking up at every copper piece. No. But they seem to come from a variety of humanoid races um, from a variety of time periods. Probably the result of uh, looting a lot of different civilizations. Gotcha. Maybe from their recent uh, yeah. travails in and around the Grey Peaks. Look at how old this nickel is. He holds up a nickel. <laughs> it's hey, 2005. So he turns around to the giant crab and he realizes that the giant crab has the giant fillet knife from the other room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> crab with knife. Oh, wow, Doran. Ah. I meant to give that to you, but okay. He's just like kind of jabbing it, like practicing with his knife. knife but only wielded by crabs. Yeah. He's, he's never yeah. looked cooler. I'm, I'm, I'm swinging my arm in that really unnerving way that, that crabs do. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's in the next bag? The next bag contains a haunch of meat. Define haunch. <laughs> a haunch. Wait, wait, wait. The back yeah. leg. How big? Yeah, but of what? It looks like it was probably torn off a of mouse. an elk. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Is it rotten? No, this one's actually in pretty good condition. Yeah. Doran's like picking the, the, the meat off the bones with his claws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like feeding it to his mouth. Very delicate. Yeah, we can hand Doran a hunch, sure. Uh, the final bag is probably most interesting to Jack. As you open it up, you reveal... The giant teeth of a huge comb. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I think I'm more interested in it, frankly. I like weird big things. No, I mean, out of all the bags that he opened, ah, Jack that's probably yeah, liked yeah. this bag the most. That's fair. What, it doesn't have rotten food in it. No no <laughs> yeah. rotten food and no and random coins. Um, yeah, this looks like a comb that a giant would use to comb its beard or hair. Have any of the stone giants had hair? Um, most of them are bald. None of them that you've seen so far today have had hair, no. Huh. But you, f- you do find this cool comb. It's very cool. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Into the bag of holding? Yes. Oh, what does it look like it's made of? It's a great question. You can roll a nature check if you like. I will. I'm guessing it's bone. Plastic. <laughs> I'm guessing it's From whale bone. Oh, that'd be cool. 17. Based on the whorls of lighter colors it's probably carved from some strange kind of wood oh this is carved from Mm. wood i wonder if this belongs to a cloud giant red runs his hand all over it Mm. but i know what kind of giants would own a comb like this cloud giants definitely are cultured enough and roll a history check Natural 20. This is definitely a, a cloud giant comb. Yes. To go with your cloud giant hair you've got. I hey. that's, why, that's how I knew. Yeah, Mari just looks over and sees Reb like rubbing himself on this comb. No, I'm trying to comb trying like to brush his hair. Yeah, I have it up against the wall <laughs> and he's like rubbing his back on the teeth like trying to scratch yeah. it. Using it as a meditation um aid just yeah. thinking about giants and brushing <laughs> your own hair he's doing that and if one leg is going like when like a, you get the right spot on a <laughs> <laughs> yeah you recall that often cloud giant societies are aristocratic they tend to think of themselves as like well-bred creatures and they definitely value things like grooming um their society is often 
assigns value to um, wealth and prosperity as well as knowledge, these kinds of things. I know the type. And he looks at Jack. What? Let's put this in the bag of holding. Look, I know that we're going to have to deal with the cloud giants at one point or another. And I think this card could probably earn us some favor in the right hands. And he, like, shimmies the bag up over the comb. Come on. You have to, like, wedge it in between, um, like, a puppet theater and yeah. a giant boulder and, like, a bunch of chickens. Yeah, Mari looks over and sort of peers in and just sees this menagerie that's, like, spilling out. <laughs> Don't look at the bag. <laughs> Everything's fine. I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's very personal. I have a system. Oh it's all God. organized. It's like I a promise. toddler's it? closet. Yeah, it's organized. Yeah, that, that, those, are, those things are alive. Yeah, well, they're supposed to be. That's how you keep them. Anyway, uh, very cool. Very cool. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, I guess we shut the door and... I guess just before we leave, Red wants to take a quick peek to the open sky. Above the pool of water, there's sort of an, a circle open to the sky. I just kind of want to take a look, maybe see if I can suss out, is it, is it just decorative? Is there anything that's meant to happen here? Is it symbolic? You know? It looks like this is one of the natural formations in this cavern so far, as far as you can assess that this chimney is something that was formed naturally through the stone. Cool. There's no falling water or anything. There's water that's dripping through gradually as it melts from the snow above. I wonder if this used to be like a river. Maybe that boat just mm. washed right in one day. All right. Maybe. I guess we head to the north. Uh, the barbarian was running to the room to the south of here. So I suppose this exit makes more sense because at the very least we know this. It's not the immediate way that it went. He went. Let's go. Let's do it. So the four of you leave this cavern and make your way out into the sunlight. Do you head all the way out of the door or are you being cautious? I think we're definitely being cautious, sneaking. Yeah, yeah. cautious. I think Doran, in a very crab-like manner, does exit <laughs> first, but but stays close to the wall. You know, crabs are incredible hiders, you know? This one is. I don't know if you ever see them. Well, I, it might be a huge giant crab, but still, it's it's probably pretty amazing how this thing can get right up close to the wall and sort of blend And, in. you know, your shell does look kind of rocky now that you mention yeah. it. Someone looking down from above might perceive you to be a boulder of some kind, perhaps. A moving Ooh. boulder. That's right. A moving... Six legs. Dancing, very drinking boulder. Beady eyes. Yeah, with a claw. And a knife. <laughs> <laughs> should I not should I not go first? No, no, no. no. We love it. It's, you're just, done it I now. think I move I think I move out and to the right and into this sort of like sheltered area so I can get more of a Definitely. purview of Crab Doran, as you leave this cavern leading your friends, you find that you are about thirty feet above the flowing river below you. Okay. A rocky bridge stretches from one side of the crevasse to the other. And on the opposite side, there's another cave entrance leading into the western wall of this canyon. Looking down and all around you, you perceive more of these stone giant statues set into the walls. And to the north of you directly, on the same side of the crevasse as you are right now, there's another entrance. It looks like it's right at the ground level. In fact, a little bit of water is snaking out. Oh, okay. Um, what do you want to do? 
What you want to keep? I guess Doran's kind of Doran's kind of looking around to see if there's anybody that he can perceive across the bridge at this at this other tunnel, and see if he can. No, there's no motion of any living creatures in the gulch all around you. I guess we'll have to be mindful of the rocks again. Yeah. Uh, those falling and and flying. Yeah. It is a rocky gulch. It's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, over where Doran is, is there cover? There seems to be some greenery. Yeah, there's some shrubs. It, they're not full trees. It's like scrubby, maybe like three-foot bushes kind of vibe. Look, this offshoot to the right, I would be hard-pressed to imagine that anyone would walk over there. I'm wondering if we use this opportunity to maybe put up Lehman's tiny hut and, and maybe take a little short break. I mean... It's pretty off the beaten path. You'd want to do that out here? I mean, no one can see it, and... What do you mean no one can see it? The... It's invisible, right? I... Isn't Lehman's tiny hut invisible? You told us it's invisible! Nope. No, it's an opaque color. <laughs> uh, I get to pick the color, so I can try and blend with... But it's the... still a big, bright color? Yeah. Or a dark color. Yeah. I Usually in snow, I pick white, and it's a pretty good camouflage. I've been but I didn't thinking know that. it was invisible, too. I thought, I thought we were... it was invisible. No, 200 no fucking episodes, <laughs> and we always thought this thing was invisible. <laughs> you, you never listened to me. That's all. <laughs> that's, no, that's I just didn't me. know what opaque meant. I thought you meant... What's the one that translucent is what I thought you meant? I think of opaque. Yeah. There was that episode uh-huh. where like a bear leaned against Translucent it. is also yeah, still not see It was trying to figure out what it was. I guess not... I turned the opacity we, down. And we can see out, but they can't see... So you're not wrong. It's translucent for us on the inside. From the outside, they can't see. I us. swear, there's been episodes where like bad guys were walking by, and we were like, well, "Jack don't has move. multiple times described different colors that the hut is." Yeah, that's true. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. Like, huh. we've yeah. always talked In about the Alex's hut as in Maya's well, defense. We tune Rob out. Oh, no. Well, no, I've always I heard mean, that. You're 100% no, right. But You're 100% right. I remember the colors, but I also thought it was invisible. But that being said, I don't know if I would want to put up the hut either being a giant crab right now. I wouldn't be able to fit in. No, I was I was thinking if it was invisible. I mean, this seems like a treacherous. I don't know if you'd want to cross this as a giant crab. Totally. Let's press on. Mm-hmm. But fair enough. Does this look safe for Doran to cross as a crab? I guess it's stone giant heavy, right? It's going to be pretty tight for him as far as like he can't yeah. really, he doesn't have a lot of space to put a, an errant claw, but it's definitely wide enough that you can all travel. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to get in a shoving match on the bridge. Watch my steps. Crabs are wider than stone giant's legs, so I didn't know. It's okay. At its narrowest, it's about 10 feet wide. Okay. And the huge crab can walk sideways. Then let's do this, I suppose. And uh, yeah, we'll all start walking across the, the way. Stealthily? Uh, yeah, stealthily, assuming that we've done our investigation and our perceptions and all that kind of stuff. Roll your stealth yeah. checks. Maximum stealth. Remember, add 10. 23 for red. I will not embarrass you and be worse than the crab. I will not be worse than the crab. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 23. 31. Nice. Ah, right. <laughs> 29. Nice. Excellent. I'm going to rule that pass without trace has got about five minutes left on it, by the way. Sure. Because you activated it back before you saw the barbarian. The four of you stealth across this stone bridge that spans the wide rushing water below you. And you make your way 
to the western side of the canyon. In front of you, a wide cave mouth yawns open, but it's not quite dark inside. It seems like there's a campfire glowing from within. Doran's crab-like features look at you and clank as if he's saying, Do we storm in? Can you imagine being sitting around your campfire, like having your haunch and drinking a little beer, and you look over and just a giant fucking crab <laughs> skittles into your <laughs> cave? It's just like, what the fuck? With a knife. <laughs> with a knife. Not just a giant crab, with a huge giant Red crab. Red peeks around the corner, and with my natural 20 perception and my observant feet, which allows me to read lips of creatures with languages that I can understand, I'm going to see what I can see and try to detect what I can. Roll another stealth check, Red. My 23 wasn't high enough. Oh, um, God. Roll another stealth check, Red. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a natural 20. Which brings me to a 38. <laughs> well done. Almost fucking dancing for him. For a stealthy. Stealth. I, am, I am so fucking silent. I don't even hear me. <laughs> Red... You look into this cavern and you see a number of reliefs. There are like cliffs and ledges all along the outside of the room. And down in the center, there's a large campfire glowing. Sitting around the campfire, you see the still forms of two stone giants. They appear to be in repose. You also hear the bleeding of goats from deeper within this dark cavern. And there are a couple of exits you see, maybe two to the north and one to the west, although the southern side of the room right now is obscured from where you can see. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Casey, DS, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Haley, Harper the Marks, Heather Nichols, Indian Thrifty, Jekyll, JD, Joy Robinson, Jory, KR, KM, Cade, Kirsten Wolf, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Loon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Melissa, Merlin, Sam C, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, S-Ray 96, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, and Zach House. Woo! Dropped her dice. Oh, a d- dice drop. Drop the dice. Drop the dice. Drop the dice. Guiding light. Light him up. Light him up, light him up, light him up, light him up! Blah, 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 blah. Finish him.
Light em up, light em up, light em up, light em up. Blah, 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 blah.